0: Hi, welcome back. I am Chaitali, a learner, performer and writer, traveling in sync with the feminist principles to be a part of the change-making process. I am a fellow of Ori Kalankani's 13-week yearly fellowship program. The fellowship brings together change-makers for 13 weeks for 13 advocacy projects. We meet people from amazing organizations and upskill ourselves to do advocacy In a fun way this series of episodes are for cisgendered heterosexual men women who identify or express themselves within a normative boundary to start thinking about pleasure in ways that are beyond the normal the market and the mainstream this series will help you explore questions that otherwise are considered irrelevant insane and sometimes This is episode 2 of the Inclusive Pleasure Project, wherein we have with us a 20-year-old couple who come from a well-known university space. They have friends, family and a safe space. They know their concerns, they fight for what should be fought and are vocal about their ways of living in an extremist setup, with hyper-nationalism almost ready with swords for such a display of expression. However, illustrations on the walls of Khajaraho are extreme comfort with the idea of sakhis and the discomfort with the idea of their pleasure in that union, queer images of a body with a lion's head and a fish's tail, images of hermaphrodites population between animals and humans, an exchange of homosexual desires in the form of myths and tales are all questions that remain buried in the civilization. Pleasure has rarely been a subject in any environment that credits kinship to a point that infanticide becomes normal or rather mandatory. To think of those who do not have access to resources is next to painful. But what do we do of such a pain? Are we sharing our resources? Are we ready to come out as individuals who are humans and not robots in a market that sells pleasure, pain and to an extent, choice? These women who have started their journey of exploration will let us experience their idea of pleasure.
1: meaning. In totality, it means a state where I'm not stressed or I'm not feeling insecure about anything. And I personally feel attainment of physical pleasure in specific is extensively important and I don't find myself staying away from it anytime.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Okay. For me, pleasure is not restricted to just sexual or physical terms. It is much more than that. It is an escape to freedom, to get freedom and away from stress. It is the touch of my partner and the feeling of having her around me.
0: Taking in from individual experiences of pleasure, it is mandatory to also note that pleasure-seeking in a relationship shared by two or more women, is not limited to a mere fantasy. It is very possible that they involve in penovaginal penetration or don't. That they get pregnant, considering that all relationships are not about cis women making love. There is a wide spectrum out there that remains marginalized. Why is this shocking to us? Why do we not think of pleasure in ways that are beyond the normal and what is normal after all? Am I normal if I go by the norms, say I get beaten every day because I don't want to work after marriage? Let us listen to these women and understand where their pleasures meet.
1: Comes to collectively experiencing pleasure, it is about feeling comfortable around the partner. It is about how uh, I don't get her confused, and I don't uh, I don't make her feel gross. And there is no sense of less less pleasurable activity, and that is the same case. And I'm alone. So for me, uh, it is the sense of freedom. To express myself, utter any word I want to from my mouth, wear spikes or bangles, or do anything specifically around my partner. So that is when I can be naked, or dressed, or half naked around my partner. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
2: For me, I think we share a very peaceful and loving relationship so that we understand our likes and dislikes and we don't judge each other on different different likings. So to ensure that we're both pleased, we create a space for each other.
0: A state that understands and wants its folks to understand one language, one religion, one caste, one kind of a body, young, and in a condition that does not involve specific care, will never entertain love or intimacy that is extraordinary, in a sense, or that outrightly questions reproduction and, therefore, private ownership of both the land and the sun. Two women rebellious and opinionated, young and almost wild, merely breathing in such circumstances. How does that look like?
1: So, every day it happens that at the end of the day, we have this little discussion and I don't know if you would believe it but every day we think about what will going to happen in the future Uh, it is not uh, that we are too much obsessed with each other and we want to stay but it is about ourselves about who we actually are like other people we we can't straight away tell our parents or any other person so the fear that you're talking about it haunts her and me every single day and we hold discussions about how we're going to do it sometimes we feel like running away sometimes we feel like just coming out and telling them loud that this is it sometimes we try going the other way and then maybe convincing them then there are several ways to do that but even after decriminalization though legally we have a weapon but socially we we still fear and that is maybe the reason why even now we're not able to completely let go of the fact that it's okay to reveal the identity, or it's okay to uh, it's okay to come out the way you are, because mm-hmm. there's some we, we just fear it and we sense it somewhere around us. That though people are posting stories and though people are very happy about decriminalisation, they are not ready to have a couple like this uh, as as their neighbour or or as somebody with whom their children will love to hang out.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel there is a long way ahead. Uh, we need to struggle more. Mm-hmm. That we do not get much acceptance at home, at workplace, or any other social areas, and we are encountered with different, different tantrums, different taboos, and different myths. Mm-hmm. Creating a space is very important for people to open up with their own identities, their genders, their sexualities. And I have developed an anxiety on my own due to, due to having a different sexuality than my peers or my family members. And to cope up with the social pres- pressure, I feel that we as partners are finding different ways, especially a way to make us economically dependent. Hmm. Independent, sorry. And this is something that I feel that we are having a fear of.
1: See, attainment of pleasure for both of us is when you find a space around yourself. Hmm. And we don't get any space. Hmm. So, uh, these days, um, you usually get a wherein you you know you can book a room for yourself now even that when uh, when we go to the when we go to the reception the person standing in the reception holds this dilemma that why, why are they here because if it's specifically for couples what sort of couple are they hmm. so finding a specific uh, space around is quite difficult so that is a very big hindrance.
2: I'd like to add one more thing to this that I feel that uh, we do not get much satisfied when we're constantly in the fear of someone would come and disturb us just because we are we are a homosexual partner, we are homosexual partners and we have a relationship that is not generally accepted, so the fear is always there in the mind which disturbs our own pleasure
1: right, right
0: I asked the women to tell me if they know that they are privileged to be studying, questioning, loving and rebelling. Seems like they understand it and want to be the change makers in the process of making pleasure an inclusive category.
1: About coming together I think collectivization is the key uh, meaning to say that we could never ever think of speaking like this then we were in our uh, sc- like during our school days the only reason was that we, we came um, in the college and we joined a theater group now this theater group consists of women this sense of collectivization. Uh, we we both uh, we both are females, so the sense of collectivization helped us a lot in not only coming out amongst whomsoever we f- found is like comfortable enough with whom we are, but also gave us support that even at any instance in life when we chucked out of our houses or when we are you know made to do things that we don't want to do then there will be the support system econ- economically, socially and as well as um, uh, emotionally there will be this uh, little family or little group that we have which mm-hmm. will help us cope with these kinds of problems so I I, I, I give credit like half of the credit, not more than half I would say, to this uh, collective organization, or this, this this sense of collectivization that I now feel very happy and confident about. And uh, like uh, since now that we recognize that we need to do something for it, and now that we recognize that, okay, so this is a persistent problem, and maybe a uh, half of the problem is already solved because of the privilege that we possess, there has to be something done so we make sure that uh, around us what happens is then when people look at us they they try and ask questions especially those who are under doubt because um, this is something really beautiful that we've come across that uh, a lot of people around us get motivated and they start asking questions about their own sexuality and then that is when they start questioning them so we feel that this i this this particular uh, thing makes us very happy and then a few people come and say that oh, you know why she is you know turning into somebody she is not because she is influenced by you so i feel that we 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 currently very happy about that we're working on that it's it's not the influence. It's it's who you are, and you need to question yourself. Another thing that we do is maybe uh, take part in a few organizations who work for such kinds of um, uh, cases wherein in uh, people people are not allowed space. People are not allowed to come out. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. like that. Wonderful, wonderful. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I also feel that collectivization is very important. Apart from that, I feel that we, are, as couples, should work on awareness. Like, when we were being toge- we the start of us being together, we faced a lot of struggle, especially with me. I was very much hesitant towards my sexuality not being heterosexual. And from a different, from way different than what the usual sexuality we choose to have so we we after that we've had many of our juniors and our peers trying to experience trying to be curious about their own sexuality and by that we we ourselves thought that the awareness should be brought in awareness amongst teenagers awareness amongst children awareness in science books awareness in uh, Awareness for adults, awareness like the pride parade uh, are very much important to happen. And I feel that um, apart from just the awareness of having ha- uh, of existing existence of different sexualities, I feel that having different having uh, an open attitude attitude towards different sexuality is very important, especially at workplaces. Hmm. Hmm.
0: This is not the end of a story, but the very beginning of it. Of all the questions that remain, let us at least try to make way to the buried desires, fantasies and pleasures. There is not one or two or three that you will find. Hope this episode gives you points to think and ponder upon. You may find a lot of it politically incorrect, a lot of it wrong and a lot of it not agreeable. But try and take what you can. Please do check other episodes of this series and other awesome series on our channel Ori Kalankani in all major podcasting platforms. See you there.